0: All right, welcome back to another episode of the Badass Lifter podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the number one question I have gotten since I've started training online by far. Why do I work with women? Um, This question normally gets asked to me via DMs or through friends or people that I work with. Um, Sometimes it's asked publicly, like in comment section, things like that. And I think it's an important conversation to have because online there has been a lot of conversation that I've seen about men working with women and there's a lot of people who think it's fine and there's also a lot of people who are not okay with it um, to the point where they don't think it should happen at all or that if a man works with women that it's kind of sketch or problematic or shouldn't be a thing that exists at all Um, and I'm sure there are people who have wondered about me on my page, and probably haven't followed my content for that reason, just because I see I'm a guy working with women, and they're like, "No, like that seems too weird um or inappropriate, or what that might be. Um, I want to kind talk about like why I work with women and why I've made this choice, as well as like why I don't think this thinking really makes sense. I'm gonna talk about like why I think the thinking is a little flawed that we should stick to the genders that we are for the people that we are going to help in the future. And by the way, if you're like just a podcast listener, this might seem out of left field. Um, A lot of my other content, whether you go on TikTok, um, Instagram, threads, um, very centered around women, very obviously so. Um, So if you're just a podcast listener, you might think like this is kind of a random topic, but if you follow my other stuff, you're gonna kind of understand why I'm making this episode. So I think I should start with, why I chose to work with women. And then I'm going to talk about like some middle ground on this topic, as well as like why I think this thinking is a little flawed. So I started working out from a place of like low self-esteem, low confidence. Um, Very much like in high school, high school girlfriend of two years broke up with me. And I thought like going into the gym, having big biceps would help resolve that issue. Um, And I trained for about five years like this, very aesthetic focused. And then I moved into strength and eventually became a trainer. And, um, I've mentioned this on podcasts before, but obviously like I'm very strength focused, I'm very not aesthetics focused anymore. And I want you to be, you know, the strongest, most confident lifter you can be. And that was kind of where my journey turned around is originally I went into powerlifting. I'm no longer a powerlifter, but Focusing on strength really changed my life, built that self-esteem and confidence that I was looking for um, that I didn't get through aesthetics training. Now, how does this relate to me training women? So I originally worked at a commercial gym and I had a lot of different clients, men, women, like different ages, et cetera. And I noticed that the women that were focused on getting stronger went through a very similar journey that I went through at the time. Um, very low self-esteem, low self-confidence, at least when it came to the gym, if not in other aspects of their life. And that strength training helped build their self-esteem and confidence, not only with being able to lift heavy things, but like what they could do outside of the gym. And so I noticed that their journey in general was very similar to the, my own journey that I went through. Um, I don't know why they matched or happened to match, but that seemed to be the case. So when I started working with people online, And I was thinking like, who can I help the best? This was my thinking is that like, I think I'm just better and can relate more to the women's journey and strength training. So that's kind of the reason why like I have focused on women and I've been online focused on majority women for four or five years now. And, you know, I've worked with hundreds of women at this point one-on-one and helped thousands through content and things like that. And so that is the reason for me specifically why I work with almost majority women. To be clear, if a guy wants my help, I'm happy to help. But with the content that I put out online, obviously, I tend to get more women who are interested in training than men. Before I go into why I think the thinking that we should stick to our own genders is flawed, Um, I want to do like a little bit of middle ground because I like to think I understand where this is coming from. The first is that if a lifter wants to work with a woman because it makes them more comfortable in the strength training process, I think that's fine. I think there are just some people who want their trainer to be able to relate to them on a personal level and that if you feel more comfortable working with a woman in your training I think that's okay. I don't think there's a problem with that. I think at the end of the day, like we wanna make as many confident lifters as possible. And if that is you working with a woman because you're gonna feel more comfortable in the gym and enjoy the experience more, totally fine. I totally understand that. Um, And you're, for that reason, maybe you're not gonna work with me. And I think that's fine. Totally no issues, I don't see a problem there. I also wanna add that like, there are a lot of men online who say pretty crazy things about women both because they haven't really looked into educating themselves on helping women with training as well as like the lack of the livid experience. So they're kind of sharing their opinion on it, but it's very uninformed. And so I can understand why a lot of women are hesitant about a man training women, because there are a lot of men online who like have said really crazy things. I'm not defending those people. That's not what this episode is about. I'm going to disagree with them as much as you disagree with them. And I can understand we're like, There are a lot of men online who work with women who have said pretty crazy things about women. So I can understand where this kind of comes from. Here is why I think that the original thinking is flawed. Finally getting to kind of like my response to this. Most good trainers are not good trainers because of their lived experience. That might be why they started training and that can be their original motivation, but it is not the reason that they are good at what they do. Trainers learn from the lifters they've worked with in the past, They from their certifications, from just researching things in general. I'll give kind of an example of this where I now train women who are pregnant, and obviously I've never been pregnant. Um, so one of the ways that I had to do that is just like through researching the process, talking to women who... Trained while pregnant, like going through certifications, things like that. Like, I, I, the reason I can do that now is because of like the research I've done on the back end, as well as like learning from other previous lifters who either were pregnant, are pregnant, et cetera. Um, most good trainers are not going to be good trainers because of like the experience they've had. I would add as well, and maybe this is insulting, if you can only help people who have your exact lived experience, I would argue that that makes you not a very good trainer. That you, part of our job as trainers is to understand your situation well enough that we can help you with training. That doesn't mean that we're gonna be experts on your situation, but that we understand it enough that we can help you in the strength training process. And that if you can only help people who are exactly like you, that to me represents like a flaw in your training abilities. So. That's like the first one that I want to bring out is that like most good trainers are not good trainers because of their lived experience. Again, it can be like the starting point, but that can't be the reason that you're actually good at training. The second is that like I'm going to relate this to healthcare in general. Um in most healthcare settings, requesting someone with exactly your lived experience is not really something that you can demand. It is unrealistic in most situations, you would be lucky to have someone who even slightly resembles your situation. So I'm gonna use my wife as an example. So my wife's a nurse, okay? Um, really good at her job, um, worked in many different departments and many different hospitals, um, just outstanding at what she does, and you can tell because whenever she moves to a different hospital, they keep asking her to come back or hope she comes back one day. Um, there are going to be people who come into that work who do not resemble her lived experience. Like, it's just not going to be the case. Like, <laughs> like if a middle-aged man walks in, is she supposed to be like, you know what, I can't help you because you're not a 29-year-old Asian woman, okay? Like, it would be an insane thing to do in, like, any other healthcare helping situation. Um, this is incredibly rare, and I would argue that even demanding someone has your lived experience is a very online thing that you can do because there are so many trainers, but in the in-person world, you would kind of have to accept that they're not going to have exactly what you have, but hope that they can still help you. Okay. So that's like the second one is that like, this is something that again, her as a nurse, she's going to have to help people who aren't her. Okay. But she knows the body well enough. She knows their situation well enough that she can still help them despite like never living the life of a middle-aged man. Okay. Like it's just going to be like the situation. The third is that, and I think this is also important to talk about, is that the lived experience between women are not going to be the same. I have worked with clients who are 21 year old women, no kids in college. I've worked with 40 year old, 45 year old women who have two young kids, run a business, potentially are in perimenopause. Um, Very different again from the 21 year old life. And then I've worked with people in their 60s who are like post menopausal, um, training for the first time, very different goals. Like these people are going to have very different life experiences. Like they do have some things in common in the sense that like they're all women. So it's not going to be 100% different. But the truth is, is that like, Even if you have the lived experience of someone who is a woman, that does not mean that you understand the journey of all other women, right? Like you would still have to learn beyond your own experience. This would be one attribute you might have, but it's not going to mean like, okay, I'm a woman, I've lived the experience of a woman, therefore I can help all women. We would never do this. Like you would have to learn beyond your own experience anyways. And that's kind of what I've had to do. Like, I've just accepted I've never been a woman. So for that reason, I'm going to have to learn just a little bit more. Um, But no one can just take their life experience and then would know how to train all women. And I would argue that if someone does make that claim, like that would be a really big red flag. Um, Sometimes we see trainers who, when they talk about their knowledge, they'll be like, well, when I did this, this happened. Being a good trainer is being able to help people beyond yourself and if all of your experience is just what you've done in the gym and how it changed you, it's kind of a sign that you haven't really done the research to actually, you haven't done the work um, because you can't just use your anecdotal experience um, to help a variety of people. And when we're talking about a group such like As Women, which is a very large, very broad, very diverse group, Um, you just can't do it. It's not going to be one of those things. So I really, I I should have done this episode earlier um, because I'm sure in the years that I've been a trainer, there have been people who have been curious as to how I got here or why I do the things they do. I think I know, personally, I want to say I know like four, maybe even three men who work with exclusively women who I think do like a really, really good job um, despite not having the lived experience. Um, There's a lot of comments about this on threads, and I think that's going to be an interesting conversation to have, and I think we're going to hear about it more. I would love to know your thoughts. If you disagree, or if you know someone who disagrees, I would love to talk to them. Not in like a debate kind of way, but in just like, let's share your thoughts. I'm going to share my thoughts. Maybe we can find some common ground and kind of go from there um i don't love doing super hardcore debate stuff because at the end of the day if someone has a point that i didn't think about i don't want to like have to disagree with that um in the same way that i hope if i'm sharing something they didn't think about that they would be able to agree with it as well to, if i actually change their mind whereas debates i find you have to kind of like disagree on purpose um but i would love to talk to them uh, genuinely like we can go live online offline I think it's a very interesting conversation to have. Um, I hope this under I hope this explains why I work with women as well as like why I think it's fine and why I think men can help women women can help men that you know we, we can help each other and that there's nothing controversial about making that decision. Let me know your thoughts but thanks for listening to another episode of the Badass Lifter podcast.